sometimes controversial, always politically incorrect, and pro-life without exception, without compromise, and without apology. It's the Pro-Life America podcast with your hosts, Sarah Waits and the president of Life Dynamics, Mark Crutcher. Hey guys, we are so happy to have you with us today. My name is Mark Crutcher, as you heard, and lurking nearby is my worthy co-host, Sarah Waits. Hello, everyone. Sarah, you know, we've been keeping a record, a file, on what the abortion lobby and the media, which is one and the same, is saying about the consequences of overturning Roe. And mm-hmm. some of the things have been really ridiculous that they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Most of the things they're talking about are being ridiculous. But I think they hit a new low this week. An article was out talking about how there is a shortage of baby diapers. Yeah. And they're saying that crisis pregnancy centers are being given money to provide baby diapers to women and they're not doing it. So mm-hmm. the obvious implication The implication is, is that crisis pregnancy centers or pregnancy resource centers or whatever they want to call them are basically propaganda machines and they're not really helping and they need to be shut down. That's the pro-choice community's right. position. And that's been their position the entire time. But they're using this shortage of diapers yeah. to suggest that that means there are too many children well, in this needing article, diapers. In this article, it only provides two, if you want to call them, examples of proof. And I would say that they're not very strong examples to begin with. But all this stuff is a whole bunch of, this is why we need Hyperbole, to get rid of them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and here's two little things that we think reinforces our argument. It's unbelievable. These no, people, it's believable. It's completely believable. Yeah, well, it would be unbelievable for normal, moral human beings. It wouldn't yeah. be unbelievable for the abortion lobby. Well, and I think it's interesting. In this article talking about baby diapers, they're talking about the money that's going to CPCs, and they're like, look, out of all this money, this is what's going to diapers. Well, yeah, but that's not all that CPC does is, right. is give out diapers. Right. It, I mean... We can dance all around this, but the bottom line is there are too many babies needing too many diapers. That's the bottom line. So, Well, we shouldn't forget, these are the same people who will argue that people need to have abortion because of climate change. Right. I've already got a file here that is mm-hmm. probably a hundred different subjects long already mm-hmm. of things like this that they're saying are being created, that we basically just have too many babies. We got to get rid of all these babies, despite the fact <laughs> yeah. that we've had a declining birth rate mm-hmm. for like 50 years. We are now at negative population growth if you take out immigration. And economists and sociologists have been saying that our population decline is going to cause problems later on in, down the road. Well, it already is in other countries. Mm-hmm. We see countries now paying women to have babies. And paying people to come over to Where are they getting their jobs? diapers from? Yeah. They're paying women to have babies that they can't put diapers on. I mean, yeah. this is outrageous. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, we're also seeing this continued war against the pro-life movement by the Biden Justice Department, Mm -hmm. the FBI, and some of the things that they're doing are just... Well, we've seen this stuff before. ...utterly outrageous. Oh, yeah, we went through it back in the Clinton administration. We talked about a few episodes back, I'll put the link in the description if you haven't listened to it, about how pro-lifer Mark Hawk, who is the president of the King's Men, he was doing sidewalk counseling outside of a Planned Parenthood, and there was an incident with a clinic escort. A clinic escort was getting in his son's face and shouting things, and he intervened in order to protect his son. And he was charged with face, and a whole bunch of FBI agents swarmed in on his house. There was reports of, what, 20? 20 to 30. FBI agents? Armed FBI agents. But now, last week, 
The Justice Department indicted 11 more pro-life activists after they allegedly blocked access to an abortion clinic in Tennessee. The Justice Department is charging them with FACE. And, of course, that could... That's the Freedom of Access to Clinic Entrance mm -hmm. Act. If charged, they could be facing up to 11 years in prison. They did a peaceful protest... But the Justice Department press release says that they blocked the clinic's entry doors and prevented a patient and an employee from entering. They claim that they aided and abetted with one another, used force and physical obstruction to injure, intimidate, and interfere with employees of the clinic or a patient who was seeking health care services. Absolutely outrageous. But mm -hmm. this goes to what we've been talking about for years. We talked about it on Life Talk. The closer we get to winning, the more outrageous and the more violent our enemies are going to become. And this is part of it. And we can expect this as we go forward mm -hmm. and fight these battles out in the states now that the Supreme Court is taking themselves out of the mix. We can expect that this is the way things are going to go. Yeah. And speaking of the Supreme Court, um, there was a case put before the Supreme Court mm -hmm. that basically asked the Supreme Court to rule. It was a petition for a case to go before them, yeah. Right. Whether an unborn child has a right to life or not. Mm-hmm. Now, we're happy for the Dobbs case, obviously. That, yeah. that was something that needed to happen. But there's but a but there. Don't believe for one moment that we have this quote-unquote pro-life Supreme Court now. We don't. If this was a pro-life Supreme Court, they would have jumped on this chance to rule that the unborn child is a living human being and has constitutional rights. Well, there's a constitutional basis for them Absolutely. Look, taking a case that takes a look at that. Their constitutionally protected life, right to life is being taken from them. Well... Again, don't mistakenly believe that the Dobbs case means we have a pro-life Supreme Court. We do mm -hmm. not. We have a couple of people on there. Clarence Thomas mm -hmm. is unashamedly pro-life. He doesn't even mince any words about it. Mm -hmm. But don't think that means we have a pro-life Supreme Court, or they would have jumped on this chance to rule that the unborn child is a living human being, is a person for purposes of the Constitution, and his life is protected by the 14th Amendment. They would have jumped on this if they were pro-life. Any decent pro-lifer would have done that had they been on the Supreme Court. Yeah. So don't mistakenly believe that. And like I said, there is a constitutionally protected right to life. Like, they have to, at some point, look at this. I think we should mention your constitutional showdown argument. We have an obligation, I think, as the pro-life movement to continually try to put cases out there, which forces the Supreme Court to look at the right to life issue and rule on it. Well, the article that I wrote, and people can go and see it on our website. I'll have a link to that in the description. Is one that could have been used right here. It would have forced mm -hmm. the Supreme Court. They would not have had any option but to rule on whether the unborn child is or is not a living human being. And so I wish people would go read that. This is a legitimate argument that we need to be making. Mm -hmm. And we do have the power to force the Supreme Court to rule on that. And if you read this article, I think you'll see how that can come about. Well, I think, honestly, that's an inevitability. What's going to have to happen one way or the other is either there's going to have to be a federal legislation that's going to enshrine abortion, which is going to be a hard one. Or you're going to have to have a case that forces the Supreme Court to recognize the personhood of the unborn. Or at least say whether they are or not. Mm -hmm. I know. think it's going to have to be one or the other of those things, yeah. or possibly even both. Yeah. And I think that's just the inevitable outcome of yeah. all this. You're right. We need to encourage people to go read that constitutional showdown article because it'll give them a good feel for what we need to do in the future. We have another big story that is kind of dominating the headlines. Mainly dominating social media, yeah. Yeah, mainly because the media wants it to. Yeah, because this is taking place in Georgia, and the battle over there over the elections is pretty heated. 
Yeah, you've got Herschel Walker for the conservative. For the and he's running side. as a pro-lifer, mm-hmm. and his opponent. His opponent is a heretical pastor, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't call him that. That's not what he is. He's a heretic. Warnock is his name, mm-hmm. and uh, he's a raging pro-abort, mm-hmm. hardcore. And there's now been a person, a woman say that Herschel Walker paid her to have an abortion. Mm-hmm. She claims that she and Walker were dating around 2008, 2009, and that they conceived a child and that he urged her to get an abortion. She says that she had the procedure and that Walker reimbursed her for it. She supported these claims with a $575 receipt from the abortion clinic, which has been included in the article, and it's dated September 12, 2009. A Get Well card supposedly signed from Walker and a bank deposit receipt, which I haven't seen any of the bank deposit receipts, that included an image of a signed $700 personal check from Walker dated a few days later, September 17, 2009. And she says the difference in the money is because she ballparked the cost of the abortion, added on expenses such as travel and recovery costs. She also told the New York Times that he urged her to terminate the second pregnancy that she had two years later, but she refused and their relationship ended, and that... Walker hasn't really had a relationship with their son. Well, two things I want to bring up about this. Mm -hmm. I have had, unfortunately, a lot of dealings with the media over the years. And one of the things that I have repeatedly been told when we would bring up something and say, this is what's happening. Mm -hmm. And they'll say, well, where'd you get that information? Mm -hmm. And I'd say, well, I've got somebody that's inside the abortion lobby that's told us this, Mm -hmm. but they don't want to lose their job. They don't want to come forward. Mm -hmm. Some outrageous thing. The standard response to that is always, well, we can't use anonymous sources. The media puts out anonymous sources all the time. I think one of the most notorious anonymous sources was Deep Throat, right? In the Watergate scandal? And we didn't know who he was for For decades. For decades, yeah. But it depends on whose ox is being gored here. But I have been told this time and time again. When we have found outrageous things going on inside the abortion industry, Mm -hmm. we touched on one of these, I think, last week. I had a woman that worked for an abortion clinic in Florida Mm -hmm. who told me that they used to put the baby's heads in rubber gloves and play pitch with them in the hallway and laugh about them and hold up the eyes, pop the eyes out of the baby's head and hold them up to the the protesters outside and say, here's looking at you, kid, and things like that. We know for a fact that this was going on. Mm-hmm. You had pro-lifers out on the street saying, yeah, we had seen this sort of thing. We knew this was happening. But because this woman would not come forward and the media does not, quote, use unidentified sources, mm-hmm. anonymous sources, they don't use those, then they would never say anything about this. But here, they didn't even bother to hide the fact mm-hmm. that they were w- more than willing to use an anonymous source and still are. She still hasn't identified herself. No, the woman has not come forward. Now, Herschel Walker has emphatically stated that this is a lie, that this never happened. Mm-hmm. Of course, devil's advocate, though, it has been revealed that he's had other children, which he's denied their existence, but they're out there, out of wedlock. His son, Christian Walker, has spoken out, and Christian Walker has a sizable following on Twitter, and he says that he is lying. He says he, when his father was starting to run, his father had stated that he was going to get ahead of his past and held himself hold himself accountable for his actions previously, which he never did. And so Christian has said that he's never done any more events with him since that happened. And so he's emphatically calling out his father and saying that his father is lying about all this. So there is that. But that's not evidence. It's not proof, but it is his son saying that this stuff is true and that there's more things out there. So, And I'm sure there is. You know, you have to understand that 
when you're dealing with people that were high-profile athletes, mm-hmm. and when you start looking at the history of these people and the lifestyles that they live... Oh, yeah, absolutely. You have to be suspect, unless you have someone like Roger Staubach or somebody coming forward, mm-hmm. who nobody ever could lay a hand on about anything improper in his life. I mean, he was the fair-haired, all-American boy mm-hmm. in every shape, form, and fashion. Unless you have someone like that, you have to be suspicious Mm-hmm. of the lifestyle that these people have led. When you have situations where, and these guys will openly talk about this, you come out of the locker room after an NFL game or a Major League Baseball game, mm-hmm. and there's 25 women there mm-hmm. throwing themselves at you and saying, I'll do whatever you want me to do. I'll go wherever you want me to go. Whatever you want, I'll give it to you. And you got young males in this position. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are going to take the bait. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so you can't be surprised when this sort of thing happens. I don't know that this happened with Herschel Walker. Yeah, I don't know for sure one way or the other. These, but we're neither just presenting, does the media. Yeah, we're just presenting all of the right. facts from both sides of this deal. But neither does the media know. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you what we do know. Mm-hmm. What we do know for a fact is that whether he paid for an abortion or he didn't pay for an abortion, his opponent, Warnock, openly supports legislation that would force every citizen of Georgia to pay for abortions. Mm -hmm. Now, let's just say for a moment that Herschel Walker is lying. And let's say for a moment that something comes out that documents that he's lying. Mm -hmm. Let's say this woman finally comes forward and she's got more proof that he's lying. Or she's got absolute proof that he's lying. Mm -hmm. She hasn't provided any proof yet that we know of. Well, except for the receipt for the abortion and the bank deposit with a check from him. Yeah, none of that means he paid for an abortion. No, not necessarily, no. So she has provided no proof, and she's totally anonymous, but the media is willing to run with it. Now, why isn't the media over-challenging Warnock and saying, look, you're a minister. Mm -hmm. How can you justify your support for abortion in that context? And furthermore, how can you possibly justify demanding that all the citizens of Georgia, and actually all the citizens of the United States, Mm -hmm. be forced to buy abortions for other people when those people know that abortion is murder. How can you justify that? But they're not going to ask that question. Mm. Now, if it turns out, and it may very well turn out, that Herschel Walker did this, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I have no idea. But if it does turn out that that's the case, I'm still less concerned about that than I am about Warnock saying that I have to pay for an abortion. Well, politics aside, I think if it comes out that this is true... I think that reinforces why we need the protection of the unborn. Right. Because if even conservatives who may have a moment of weakness decide to use this to their benefit, it shows why you need it. Well, we had a case right here in Denton Mm -hmm. a few years back Mm -hmm. with a local woman who was an activist in the pro-life movement. Mm -hmm. She was divorced. Mm -hmm. And our next door neighbor happened to know her pretty well and her daughter. Her daughter got pregnant. I -hmm. think she was 15 or 16. This woman had a new boyfriend, the mom. Okay. And the boyfriend was talking about them getting married, but he didn't want any new babies in the house. He'd already raised his babies. He didn't want any more babies in the house. So this woman, in order to get this man to marry her, started hammering on her daughter. No. Oh, yeah. Hammering on her daughter to have an abortion. Now, is that hypocrisy? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's hypocrisy in the first order. But I wrote at the time, and I've written, as you know, this many other places. That is absolute proof that the law must protect the babies. Mm -hmm. Because 
if you put even people who claim to be pro-life mm-hmm. under the right kind of pressure, yeah, some of them will cave. Yeah, just as a five-year-old is entitled to have its life protected mm-hmm. against its parents doing something stupid. You know, I've, I've often made the analogy. Let's say that a guy has lost his job and the family's in a dire financial situation, mm-hmm. but he's got a $10,000 life insurance policy on his seven-year-old daughter, and he kills her to get that life insurance policy. That child needs protection even from their own parents mm-hmm. in a case like that. The same thing is true here. Yeah. So if Herschel Walker turns out to have done this, it's a bad situation. But at this point... What we have to understand, this is not like this is the primary where mm-hmm. you can say, okay, well, let's get another pro-lifer who's legitimately pro-life and doesn't have this baggage to drag around mm-hmm. and make him the nominee. What we're left with right now is two people. Yeah. And one of them may have paid for an abortion and may be lying about it. The other one says every citizen in the United States should be required to pay for abortions, even if they're pro-life and even if they believe that abortions murder, they should be required to buy abortions for other people. Don't tell me that Herschel Walker is worse than that guy. It's not possible. This man is a liar. He's a heretic. There's no way you're going to tell me he's not worse than Herschel Walker, even if Herschel Walker did this. Well, you know, I like to play devil's advocate occasionally. And so the question is that liberals will have for conservatives and even some conservatives will have for themselves is how can I in good conscience vote for this person if this is true? Because you only have two options. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you vote for somebody to keep, to keep somebody else, else out. out. Mm-hmm. That's the nature of politics. Yeah. And it's dirty mm-hmm. and it's hypocritical and it's immoral often. Mm-hmm. And if Herschel Walker did this and the pro-lifers of Georgia are forced to either vote for him or vote for Warnock and they vote for Herschel Walker, yeah, that's wrong. Mm-hmm. But compared to the alternative, voting for this heretic. Yeah. And, you know, I've always said, you've heard me say this a million times, when you're looking at somebody like Warnock, who claims to be a minister of the Lord Jesus Christ and supports legalized abortion and taxpayer funding of abortion, if God can't trust him, how can we trust him? Why should we trust him with public office? He's already demonstrated that God cannot trust him. So why would we do that? So anyway, I don't know how this is going to play out. No, I mean, anything could really happen. Anything could happen. But it's interesting that this comes up right before the election, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And it's entirely possible that if this is true, or even if it's not true, but they had this woman a year ago, they sat on it and said, well, wait a minute. We don't want to do it right now because the the thing will blow over before the election. So let's wait till just a couple of weeks before the elections. Then we'll come out with this and he won't have time to damage control. She came forward, she says, because she was tired of the hypocrisy. But I mean, if that's true... And I'm not saying it's not true. I mean, it could very well be. But if it's true, I question why waiting until the last minute. Unless you have, at the very least, there has to be more than just that reason of hypocrisy. Otherwise, why would you wait until the very end? Like, you know, he came up through the primaries. There was time at that point. So Yeah, I think they had the information whether it's true or not. Mm -hmm. And they were setting on it because they wanted him to be the nominee, which they could then at the 11th hour pull this out. But if you want to talk about Christian hypocrisy, and there's a lot of that out there, Mm -hmm. if you want to talk about that, I'm not going to listen to it from somebody that says, I'm going to vote for Warnock. That's the most hypocritical of all Christian positions to take. 
the man is a heretic. Tell us how you feel, Mark. <laughs> yeah. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. Anyway, that's all I've got. What about you? If you have a idea or show suggestion that you'd like to send to us, we always love to hear from you guys. In fact, last week we did an episode based on show suggestions. So you can leave those show suggestions at lifedynamics.com forward slash podcast. We have a form right there on the page and it goes to us. And also make sure you follow the podcast on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss an episode. And don't forget, Life Dynamics is donor supported. Mm-hmm. Without your financial help and your prayers, we can't do anything. And we've got a really neat project that we're working on. I think it's going to be dynamite, but we're going to need some financial help. So don't forget us when you're writing out checks. Yep. Do people still write out checks? Most places don't even take checks anymore. But yep. you can donate on our website with a credit card if you, you like. Can do that, or you can call on the phone and uh-huh. we'll be Talk happy to, to help one of you. us. If you want to give us money, we'll figure out a way to make it happen. You know, the, we're just that kind of people. You know, we, we go the we're extra so mile. We're so considerate. Yeah, <laughs> right. we're so easy to get along with when it comes to that. Anyway, that's all the time we have until next week. Remember, life dynamics is not here to put up a good fight. Mm-mm, we're here to win because winning is how the killing stops. We'll see you next Thursday. Bye, guys. <laughs>